and start the time. All right, welcome nerds. Uh, this is Nerd Out Podcasting with Mike and myself, Josh, known better as Jayhawk, and Mike, you're known as... Uh, I'm better known as Meeker. It's M-I-C-U-R. Yeah, and we're basically going to just be uh, introducing ourselves, I guess. So we're going to start talking about the backgrounds and where we kind of come from in the video game uh, history, I guess, back in the 90s or uh, 2000s. But, uh, Mike, you got a game that, you know, really stands out in your past that you want to talk about? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I came from uh, Nintendo 64 um, back in the day. Like, uh, basically, I had to save up most of my money to, well, me and my sister saved up most of our money so we can get a Nintendo 64. And the very first game we got was uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. And, uh, wow, that, that was that was an amazing game. At the time, the graphics were insane. Like, it was so good. But uh, I was, like, one of my favorite games. Played it for, like, the longest time. It's still, still one of my favorite games. I think the game for me that made me realize, like, graphics are on a whole other level was, like, I used to play Madden back in the day. NFL Madden, I think it was 2004 or five. And I remember looking at the players' jerseys and just being like, wow, that almost looks realistic. I don't think we can go any farther than here. Nah, dude, like, <laughs> it went so much farther after that. I think uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 was playing the story. And I just saw something. I was like, man, that looks way too real. Like, that's kind of scary where we're getting to. Um, I, I know I played some Zelda game. I think it was actually on the GameCube. And you could go back into the main town and, like, go through, like, some time warp or something like that. And there were just, like, zombies riddled through the town. You know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, that was Ocarina of Time. Oh, it was? Yeah. See, yeah. I, you know me, man. I, <laughs> I never got into Zelda. Only because of that fairy at the very beginning. Oh, <laughs> the, uh, oh, what was her name? Uh, no, the, no, hey, the... over here. Oh no. my good dude. I hey, cannot. listen. I was like, I'm done. I can't, I don't want to do this stupid tutorial. Let me just play the game. I know how to move <laughs> forward. The whole game. <laughs> Bro, back in the day, you didn't need a tutorial how to play. It was like literally, like every game had the same exact controls. You only had like six buttons. Like, what is there that I'm not going to know? Now, today's yeah, games, true. you're like, oh my god, dude, what are these controls? I need to play the tutorial, especially on computer yeah. gaming. Uh, computer games is like, how do I uh, duck? Is it C this time? Nope, it's X for whatever reason. For whatever reason, because... <laughs> I don't know, dude. I Well, Z a lot of times is prone, and then X will be crouching, or is some... It's typically C for crouching. Yeah. But sometimes it's, it's like... But uh, sometimes there's three control. three levers. But what you can do, I, I, I think it was on Arma, the default is C is crouch. But if you press it again, you stand up. And then if you right. press Z, you go prone. But if you're prone, you can press it again and stand completely up. Or you can press X and just move into a crouch. Like, I think X was like a transition button. But I never played Arma, so I never really got into it. That's a bit ahead of where we're talking about, though. I, Nintendo 64. I think I played Rush. You ever play that? No, I've never even heard of that one. The, the, I want to say 
I mean, obviously past uh, Majora's Mask after, like Le Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask uh, was after Ocarina of Time uh, for me anyway. But I think the next game I like really started like playing a lot was, uh, it was like Mario World 64 or something, something like that. Oh, yeah. Mario 64. Dude, everyone played that game. Or at least I feel like, I mean, you find that game everywhere. I think I have I feel like if copies in, of it, actually. Yeah, I feel like if you were in that time frame of Nintendo 64, you probably played Mario 64. And people are still doing the uh, speed runs of that game and breaking records. Oh, yeah, like to this day. Dude, that game took me forever to beat. So uh, people are, like, beating this game in, like, you know, just an amount of hours. It baffles my mind. I think one game I was able to beat from beginning to end that was on the Nintendo 64 was Star Fox 64. I never beat that game. It was so Dude, hard. I've, I beat it so many times. Like, we would sit down and be like, all right, it's raining outside. We've got the Nintendo 64. We've got two controllers. We're going to power through this game. And it was always a fight over who got Falco. Everyone wanted to be Falco. Yeah. Who was Nobody the, wanted to be Fox. <laughs> who was the biggest jerk out of all the characters. Yeah, he was a little uh, abrasive. And you know the, the one guy, he was a guinea pig. And he would always be like, Fox, do a barrel roll! Yeah, I always thought he was a donkey. <laughs> yeah! Dude, he's a guinea pig. I think he's a guinea pig. I don't know, I might be wrong. I, I don't know. I always thought he was a donkey, but I could be wrong. I don't know. No, nah, man, that game, I played that game so many times. Like, I could close my eyes, think of that game, be like, oh, yeah, I remember that level. That's that's a lava level. Like, you have to do really good. You had to kill all the enemies before you got a certain point, and then you had to turn left, and you would go to the lava level. So that game was crazy. Do you, yeah, do you remember uh, even before Nintendo 64 was, uh, like, the original Game Boys? Oh, the, the ones without color? Yeah, I had one of those. The, well, the ones without color and no backlights, so when you're playing at night, like in the car... On the oh, yeah, you, you had to, like, aim at the window to, like, get one of the, like, window lights. And if you were to making get that... one of the street lamps, every other, like, street lamp was all you could see. Yeah, I mean, dude, you're screwed if you're going from state to state and you're, drive, like, driving on a highway or something where there's no lights, like... Dude, like after seven, good luck. Well, You're that's done. why they had those uh, accessories, like the little light that would come off the Game Boy yeah, and shine on the screen. I had one of those. Yeah, and you'd you'd plug it into the bottom. Yeah, I never had one of those. So like seven o'clock, I was it was done. Like, good luck. And then I got the Game Boy Advance, the uh, the one that had the Wanted logo on it. It was like a special edition. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I had, yeah, I got a special edition Game Boy Advance, which was uh, the Pokemon edition one with Pikachu all over it. Yeah, and then I played like uh, Metroid a lot. Metroid Fusion, I believe it was. And dude, I beat that game like five times because it had like a whole prestige system. You beat the game, you'd go back and play and all the enemies would be harder, but you'd have all your powers that you have now at the end of the first game. Yeah, and I then, remember playing uh, like, Pokemon and then like Mega Man, all those type of games. Yeah, I mean... I I think that was like the last portable gaming system I got until I got the PSP. I got one that was broken that couldn't play games like you'd have to download them and I had like no games on it. Like uh, Need for Speed Wanted. And then I finally got a PS Vita and I had that one for a while but I still didn't have a lot of games and I was like okay I'm kind of done with the portable scene like it's not giving me what I want and I quit playing portables right before the Switch came out. 
Right, 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 between, right before the Nintendo Switch came out. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a good concept as far as, like, the games coming out. Well, Skyrim's coming out on it, dude. Like, if you guys wait, oh, like, yeah. Skyrim's going to be coming out on Android here soon. Pick it up, 15 bucks. Yeah, it's it's going to be insane, like, where we've come from and then where we're, where, where we're basically at now. It's, think, like, night and day. Think about the original PlayStation 1. How big was that? right the the size of it you know just imagine holding it holding it and it's heavy yeah dude you could play grand theft auto 3 which was on the playstation 1 you could play it on your phone i mean you can now yeah yeah i'm I'm just saying like look where we come from we're playing games that were awesome back in the day that you had to play on these huge consoles I, i wouldn't say huge but you know they're decent size I think everyone knows, you know, it's like a couple textbooks stacked on top of each other, at least. And we're playing these games on our phones now. It's just the controls suck. But if they had, like, a controller adapter, bro, I'd be playing that all the time. You know, you're on a car ride, you're not driving, you just mount that thing, you know, make sure you're getting a a good charge going, and then plug your controller into it, and then play, like, a single-player game. I mean, there is that, uh, that Steam portable kind of, uh, gaming system i want to call it a portable gaming system because it's like a steam console but almost almost phone like in the fact that it's basically a portable almost like a game boy like a ds or whatever but it's purely for steam games and it comes with its own uh, steam box i want to say maybe but i I know it comes with like almost a nintendo switch-esque type of system where you can plug into the sides um like make it into a legitimate controller well what i really think they need to do especially with these bigger phones or like ipads and stuff is literally have like a a uh a video output or input sorry a video input like on the phone or a tablet like you'd just be able to do whatever you know you have something small enough that you could fit in like a bag or something or store in your car like you could literally use like an ipad mini that's perfect size you know Say you drive a lot or you're like a truck driver or some courier service and you want to take a break, you know, you want to park in the McDonald's parking lot, you know, be fat and eat in your car. Put up a movie or something that you downloaded and have like an audio input on it. Then you can just sit there in your car and watch it. Yeah, true. I think, uh, I think nowadays with the technology, I think moving into a modular system for everything would be a lot more uh beneficial yeah i think google was coming out with a phone that you could build yourself and swap out parts yeah the modular system i forget what the project quote-unquote name was but uh i I remember it i think they scrapped that idea though i think they did too i think they went with something else because now there's like the google pixel i think is what it's called or something like that yeah and google uh, has their own line of phone whatever it is but it's not modular like they're originally talking about so no. I was kind of disappointed with that. I really wanted it, but it doesn't look like I'm going to get that. I mean, I just switched not too long ago from iPhone for, you know, ever, because I always use my phone for music. And now that I find myself doing a lot more things on it, you know, I got an Android. So, but I mean, you know, going back to Nintendo 64 type days, I played Star Fox 64 Rush, which was a car game. It was a racing game, but it was like an arcade racer. And it had this battle royale mode that we used to always play. And that set me up to play Twisted Metal on the PS2. You ever played Twisted Metal? No, I never owned a PlayStation, so I, uh, I feel like it was probably a PlayStation exclusive. 
Twisted was, uh, Metal was like a all-out car battle royale game that was rated M, you know. So I probably shouldn't have been playing this game at the time I was, but I'm saying like, you know, firing rocket launchers, you know, cars mounted with like chainsaws and stuff, you know, big battering rams and whatnot, and you just go around and you'd kill all these cars, you know, and you'd get points and there's like different battles and there was like some crude, like pretty bad um, campaign that sucked, but they made a couple different versions of the game or a couple different sequels of the game. And then, uh, that's why I was so into Cross Out when I told you about it, and uh, it really made me remember playing that game back in the day on the PS2. Yeah, it almost sounds like a uh, an unofficial like Mad Max type game. Yeah, and I've always liked Mad Max, so I really wish that you know they could really capture that style of game. I know they came out with the Mad Max game, but it was purely single player, and I wanted something where I could like make my own car from the ground up. But Cross Out is that game, but I mean it kind of suffers from the whole pay to win aspect of it, which kind of sucks. But the game on yeah. paper is pretty good if you take away pay to win. Yeah, I mean, as far as a business model, it makes sense for them. But I mean, I mean, well, I think it, the it issue is for the the single player. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the issue is, is like these games come out and they're free to play games, and some of them are really good, and they probably shouldn't be free to play games. Just put like a fifteen, twenty dollar price tag on it, and yeah, I'll I'll buy it. Just don't put this pay to win stuff in it. Right. So make it a buy to play, and then yeah. that way you don't have to move into a pay to win sort of uh, business model. Because I mean, free to play games are something that's you know, it's not as old as video games. You know, I mean, I don't remember. I think the first. Um, first free-to-play game I played was Perfect World Online. I know we talked about that before, but I think you got it mixed up with a different yeah. MMO. Well, sort of. Um, my very first MMO was uh, Rising Force Online, and then I moved into... Uh, once I did Rising Force Online, moved back into consoles where I got my own Xbox. Uh, I know you say you got like PS2. Uh, I moved into straight original Xbox, um, started playing that and then moved into Xbox 360. And once I got Xbox 360 kind of rolling in, it was in between that time frame that I moved into Perfect World uh, as an MMO. Man, that game literally changed my life. I'm not going to sit here and say it was the best game out there, but MMOs. I've never, ever experienced an MMO before. You know, I didn't start with RuneScape or something like that. You know, I jumped straight into Perfect World these theme park Asian inspired MMOs. So I thought that's what yeah. an MMO was for the longest time. I mean, that was the iconic thing for me as well. Starting from Rising Force Online, which is a, I want to say a Korean based uh, fantasy game um, was that was, that was MMO. So I know exactly what you mean when you say perfect world it was like your vision of an MMO was Asian fantasy. And I was like, yep, I a hundred percent understand what that. Yeah. From with that. And that might be my first MMO, but it sh by far was not my first computer game. First computer game I ever played was Civilization Alpha Centauri, and my dad had it. I remember, you know, he would, you know, I watched him play it for hours and hours, and all these, like, tutorial sessions of him showing me how to play just turned into him playing it. And you would sit there, and, you know, you didn't want to yell, like, you didn't want to say anything to your dad because, you know, you're a kid, and... Uh, Right, but hey. true gamer is a true gamer. Yeah. Watching someone else play video games is like the biggest torture you could do oh, yeah. yourself. You're like, oh, 
oh, you don't see that. Or you should build your city here because, you know, I started playing Civilization. Finally, you know, I got to play it myself. And, uh, dude, that game, I love strategy games so much. And I played every single Civilization from then on. I think I actually didn't play Civilization 2. But uh played a little bit of 3. And I didn't really like it. Um, I picked it up at a garage sale, I think. And then Civilization 4 came out. I picked that up, and I played that game religiously. Like, everyone was going home, you know, they were talking about playing COD, like, at school and everything, and I would go home, boot up the computer, play Civilization. And Yeah, that's definitely where we kind of, like, split as far as our uh, our upbringing of video games, because it was just like you said, you went more towards video, video games on the PC, one, and two, strategy games, where I went from... Uh, Rising Force and Perfect World on PC, and I just I moved away from that because I was like, ah, oh, there's no there's no other good games on PC other than MMOs. That that was all a PC was for. So I moved away from that and I went to console and I picked up like Gears of War, Call of Duty, all of those. So I went into the uh, first person shooter type games where you were more into the PC and then moving into strategy games. And um, before we kind of move on to, you know, transitioning to where we split or diverged in the PC, I just wanted to reach out to uh, those of you listening and um, just kind of do like a, if you guys wanted to, you know, give us a product or, you know, want us to talk about your company or anything like that, you know, give us a shout out. We could definitely discuss you know, getting you a uh, ad placement in our podcast. Um we do like 10, 30 second or even one minute ads just to kind of depending on the scenario there. <clears throat> and uh, I think we're going to do a short break, and we'll be right back. Thanks. One. We're back live. Welcome back, nerds and nerdettes. Uh, like we said before, um, basically where we split is uh, I went into first-person type shooter games on console, and uh, I know... I know, Josh, you kind of went into uh, strategy-based games on, on PC. Wow. Yeah, that am in the most, because I started playing uh, World of Warcraft, Wrath of the Lich King, around that time, too, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I moved away from MMOs for a while, um, so I, I really didn't get back into PC until I was, like, probably about 20. But once I got back into PC, it was, like, game over from there as Master Race. What about the, uh, what shooting games did you play back when I was, you know, already delved in uh, strategy and MMOs? Well, like I said, my, my very first, like, online uh, game, as far as console goes, was uh, Gears of War, which is a third-person shooter. And it, it that, was, that was back when 1v1s was, like, a huge thing and, like, playing online with your buddies and stuff. So I had a ton of fun playing that. 1v1, me nerd. <laughs> we had a couple 1v1s actually yeah yeah uh on a myriad of different games yeah and that was after the whole 1v1 thing so it was kind of like a joke even when we were doing it, it was like 1v1 me nerd <laughs> yeah oh the best what do you think the best 1v1 that we did ever was i already know which one you're gonna say it is so i would say <laughs> it's the the counter-strike one yeah yeah oh, i knew dude. exactly where basically, it was basically I'd played Counter Strike a lot, and you barely played ever, and like I made you get on in 
basically 1v1 me, even though it wasn't a serious 1v1, it was more of like an instructional, like you should be doing this type of deal. And uh, I remember you basically were like, oh no, he's coming, I gotta hide. And like, so you hid, and then you're like, I didn't move at all. <laughs> yeah, and like I thought you ran away, but you didn't actually move from where I originally saw you. So I was like, "All right, where'd he go?" You and ran all the way up to your back. body. You picked up your gun. We're like, "All right, I'm good to go." And I was like, "Pow!" And I watched you for yeah. like good five, ten seconds, just like look at your dead body from where I killed you before. I'm never gonna like beat that dude. That was so funny. I think I laughed so yeah. hard that you killed me three or four times in that spin. Yeah, I, I think I killed you for the rest of the match, and I was like, "All right, no more." <laughs> You're like, "Oh, it's gonna be like that." <laughs> yeah, something to that effect. Yeah. Then we one v one in League of Legends, and I did the whole tutorial thing. I think that's why we did Counter Strike is because I kicked your ass on League of Legends, and then you're like, yeah. "All right, come to my game. You want you want one v one? Let's do it." And I still got you twice. <laughs> got me twice, which wasn't which wasn't wasn't great, but like it embarrassed me enough that I had been playing this game for like a year and a half and still got killed by some like brand spanking new, like basically brand new noob and just wrecked me for two kills. I mean, it was it was it was some trickiness to it. Tricky rogue like it was uh it was the, the mind games were played, that was for sure. <laughs> but now every time I play a game with you, and if I try to do mind games, you're like, nah, dude, I ain't trusting you. Yeah, no, not, not anymore. You're like, uh, I went over here, I'm like, I don't, I don't believe you. Or Grand Theft Auto, we're playing, and you're in the passenger side, and you're like, hey, park the car over here. And I, like, pull right up to the cliff. <laughs> so if you get yeah. out, you're going to fall off the cliff. Yeah, guys, that's the type of gamer I am. I uh, troll around a lot. A lot of troll moments, especially in League of Legends, as a uh, Blitzcrank pulling in the Fed Cho'Gath, destroying the whole team. Oh, God. That was awful. <laughs> it was, like, our buddy was brand new to League of Legends, and we're, uh, we're kind of, like, running away from the super Fed Cho'Gath. And, uh... <laughs> I like, read up, and I'm like... And you're like, don't worry, I got you, buddy. And you flashed just to get in range of a hook so you could pull the Cho'Gath yeah. closer. I was like, don't worry, Jay. I'll save you. Flash. Pool. Pulls in Fed Cho'Gath. He cues ease. That's it. Game over. Yeah, I well, died no, he too. Just, but... He QR'd. <laughs> he was like, you did not save me at all. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why would you do that? And I was laughing so hard. You just gotta have those dude, like chill games, laughing. dude. You gotta have those games where you're just having fun. And I think a lot of people these days forget that concept is you're playing all these like games that are, you know, so intense, so competitive that we forget how to have fun when we play. Cause even yeah. when I'm like destroying kids playing a game, am I having as much fun as those moments? No. I will I will say our uh, most recent troll was uh on Sea of Thieves and uh I remember you're like asking me about something because we were on one of the outposts and I was selling stuff and you're like asking me about something about the boat or something I'm like oh you're like oh are you are you on the ship and I was like no why and I like walked over to the ship because I was like bet this dude's gonna leave me and you're like oh no reason but I saw <laughs> I you just got away with the I and saw then you, you on the ship and I was like nope 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 he's gonna leave me I know he's gonna leave me so I ran up got on the ladder of the ship and you were like just started sailing away 
And I was like, so why'd you ask me if I was on the ship? I'm just like messing around and stuff. Like just trolling you and you're like, no reason as you're sailing off. Oh, dude, I'll tell you the exact moment that was. <laughs> it was a Pirates of the Caribbean moment, man. Yeah, for sure. One of those like, bloody pirates. Oh my gosh, that was, that was funny because I, uh, I ended up climbing up after you got on the wheel and got behind you. And you're like, I'm just kidding, I'm coming back. And I was like, that's cool. And I just like jumped on top of your head. And you're like, what? How did you get on? Yo, it was this part. Look at this. You, you going to watch this? Oh, yeah. The per the Curse of the Black Pro when they're like, <laughs> when they're talking about the uh, the Black Pearl. You click play. <laughs> click play now. Ready? Go. All right. <laughs> this is like the funniest moment, and you don't have this to see it. This is my favorite moment where he's just like, this duck is off limits to civilians we could quote pirates of the caribbean forever well i mean we've seen pirates of the caribbean so many times at least the first one so many times we can legitimately quote the movie from start to finish if i see one i shall inform you immediately but yeah so like uh the that's just like some of our like quote unquote trolley moments which is hilarious like Oh my gosh, I loved I loved it. It's it's always been fun when you're having a quote unquote competitive type game to just like kick yeah. back and just really just kind of like I don't care type of moments and just go straight for it. Well, I never think you should just be playing solely one game. I think you you have different type of games you're gonna play because Assassin's Creed, you know, I'm not gonna play it as like an intense competitive game. No, I mean it was never a intense uh, competitive game. It was more like how do I stealthily go over here and like mess people up? There's yeah, so many I mean, different ways. If you, you know, if if I told you you had to play a game in two different settings, like you had the choice of you know sitting down at your computer desk and playing, or sitting on the couch and playing, and I said, you know, for instance, Sea of Thieves, do you think it's a computer sitting game or a couch sitting game? Um. I want to say it's probably a couch sitting game, honestly. Yeah. Well, I, I think that was a bad example because that one can kind of sway either way. But if I was like, you know, sports game, for instance, dude, that's couch. Well, it depends. Oh, yeah. Sports is couch yeah, with couch. many friends. But uh, Assassin's I mean, Creed. Sea of Thieves depends, depends purely on what you're trying to play it as. If you're going, uh, I want to mess somebody up in my ship and like take all their stuff. That's 100% like PC, sit at your desktop type of game. Whereas if you're just like, I want to mess around and pretend I'm a pirate. And like, that's a couch sitting game. No, but if we're talking about pirate games, the one that I'm looking forward to, because I remember when we both saw Sea of Thieves, we were sitting down, we were watching E3 together. Oh my God. It was like yeah. a popcorn. It was like movie night, but we're watching E3. And we saw Sea of Thieves, the trailer, a teaser for it. And I was like, yo. Oh my God. Because we just that finished our. That got me so hyped, too. Because we just finished our uh, Pirates of the Caribbean binge, which we, at the time, yeah. used to do yearly. You know, we'd meet up and watch Pirates of the Caribbean. We've done it multiple times. Yeah. And I was like, yo, they're finally coming out with the pirate game because we talked about that. Well, I, you know, Sea of Thieves is good. They say they're adding more content. That's great. But there was one game that I saw that I was like really looking forward to. And that's Skull and Bones. And all you nerds out there should go check it out. You know, pull up a YouTube video. Just watch the trailer. It gave me goosebumps. And I cannot wait for that game. I think it's going to be PvP only. 
but that's a re- that's a game I'm looking forward to. I just uh, can't quote the uh, the release date off the top of my head, sadly. Yeah, I think it's a. Uh, I don't know the release date either, but I I'm pretty sure it's a PvP only ship based combat type of game. The Kraken really- at the end of the trailer. Yeah, that's or the uh, Kraken. Sorry, Kraken. I mean, Kraken, Kraken, Kraken. Whatever. I've, I've heard it every which way. The Kraken. But that was that part because you know me, man. I'm deathly scared of the ocean. I cannot yeah, stand open waters of water. I literally freak out. I can't even play video games, guys. All you nerds out that, there listening, I cannot play video games if you go underwater. Underwater, done. Dropping the controller, turning off the computer, done. Don't want to do it. Subnautica. You know, that game's supposed to be kind of scary. That is a legit full-on horror game, guys. Legit full-on horror game. Outlast has nothing on that game. Oh my gosh, Outlast scared the hell out of me like, so bad. <laughs> oh, dude, I screamed so loud. <laughs> we had so we had a friend over, and I screamed so loud <laughs> that she looked over and she was like, it's you that's scaring me, not the game. <laughs> dude, yes, I remember that. She's like... Can you not? <laughs> oh man, that game. Oh, they had so many jump scares though. Just like yeah, that's all that game out. was is jump scares. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like true horror. It was just. It was just. How can I jump scare this person to make them jump? That was about it. Yeah, and you know we're approaching up here on thirty minutes, guys. But you know, just to kind of end out the uh, the podcast with, I think the biggest difference in me and Mike, you know. I did the whole strategy MMO thing and he went FPS shooters. And then we finally, when we became friends, we played star Wars, the old Republic. That was yeah. an MMO that we've played yeah. almost yearly. Well, together. I mean, still is an MMO. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know there, you said, you think there's rumor of it, you know, coming to a close. I haven't heard anything, you know, specifically myself or seeing anything official, but I mean, the way it's going, I could definitely see it, you know, coming to an end here yeah i mean the the rumors that i was talking about i looked more into them and uh basically there there's still rumors but um basically the rumors are that um the developers for star wars the old republic have basically come out and said that they're not going to be creating any new content that doesn't necessarily mean they're shutting down the servers but it does mean a lack of content yeah, from here on out you hear that on an mmo anthem yeah, exactly. You hear that on an MMO, and you can you can put one plus one equals two. Like you, yeah, can put, that's it. You can put it together because you've never heard the Blizzard team saying, "Hey, we're slowing down on content." Like, no, not once. We're done. We're not having any more expansions. Like, you'd be like, "What?" Well, actually, I think after the battle for Azeroth, they might. I think they might want to transition and in looking into something new. But then again, that's just speculation as well. And that's my own speculation. I haven't heard that from anyone. But I've followed Blizzard and World of Warcraft for a long time. Would not surprise me if after Battle for Azeroth, they started working on, you know, I wouldn't say necessarily say a sequel, but would just think of it like World of Warcraft 2.0. Yeah, almost like a complete revamp of the game, but yeah. still, still the same MMO. Yeah, still the same... Um, I was going to say core mechanics, not dimension. What word am I looking for? Same universe. Oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, guys, I think that's all we got to uh, talk about today. Um, Mike, you want to close this out? Yeah. Well, uh, basically this is going to be our kind of podcast. We just 
talk about random stuff. Uh, that's basically been our background on video games. Uh, make sure to like us on YouTube, like our uh, Facebook pages. Um, definitely give us a listen to next week um, for any more of our content. So yeah, I'm excited. Hopefully this goes well. Um, if you guys liked something from the from the podcast or you dislike something from the podcast or something specifically you want us to talk about or something you want to listen to, just definitely uh, hit us up on any of those platforms and we'll we'll be more than willing to try and fit those in. Yeah, and you can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash nerdoutpodcasting. One word. Don't worry about the capitals. Go on there, you know, like the page, you know, uh, leave us a comment or something like that. That page is designed to be a conversation. We're looking at getting a Twitter soon, but for right now, as we got is Facebook and SoundCloud. You can look us up on SoundCloud as well. It's going to be www.soundcloud.com slash nerdoutpodcasting. And basically any of the other bigger sites, once we uh, once we get them up and running, it's all going to be forward slash nerdoutpodcasting on the end. But uh, thanks for listening in, guys, and we hope to see you again here soon.